The Blue Jackets streak with the Penguins continues. Uh, they have not won in Pittsburgh since 2015. They have not beat the Penguins since 2019. And it was the same again last night, but with a little bit of a twist. We're going to talk about that. And Corson Kuhlman signing his entry-level contract on today's Locked On Blue Jackets. Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news stories, uh, the good, the bad and the ugly. Lots of that one today about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. We are over on YouTube. We are marching closer and closer to our next milestone. So if you want to hit subscribe over there, please feel free to do so it helps you out it helps me out Uh, you get notified when new episodes go live and i get to enjoy watching that subscriber count go up and up and up so uh everybody wins i also want to let you know before we get started that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, uh the official sportsbook partner of the lockdown podcast network make every moment more and visit fanduel.com slash lock on today to get started so let's talk about last night's game because it was just so perfectly Blue Jackets, um, and specifically Blue Jackets against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, So, like I said at the top, the Blue Jackets have not beaten the Pittsburgh Penguins since 2019. They have not won in Pittsburgh since 2015. Um, It's been a rough stretch there. It's been just a time. Um, And then the Blue Jackets decided to open this game by scoring four goals, and then... um, They decided to stop scoring goals and instead let the Penguins score goals. Uh, Five unanswered goals, including the game winner in overtime on the power play. Just, it felt like two different games. Um, It was just a whole mess of everything. Um, It was, I don't even know what to say. Like, when it was, when it was for nothing, I was like, oh, maybe they have a chance but even then I still was like there is so much time left for them to screw this game up and screw it up they did um I want to give some shout outs to that fourth line specifically um Mill Bemstrom, Lane Peterson and Liam Foody all scored goals Mill Bemstrom on the power play um I want to give a shout out to Kent Johnson, who hit his uh, 18th assist with uh, a two assist night, one on the power play, one on Patrick Laine's goal. Uh, the depth players, not that, that Kent Johnson is a depth player. I think he's pretty solidly top six at this point, but the depth players showed up early. Um, Elvis Mosleykins showed up in the first period, and then I don't know what happened. Honestly, um, he played that first period and then was ill. So Michael Hutchinson started the second period. Elvis wasn't on the bench. And then he came back to the bench looking kind of a little bit ropey, um, a little bit kind of flat, stayed on the bench for the rest of the game. So I don't know what was going on there, but we went from Elvis playing 
and he only made seven saves in the first period, but I feel like all seven of those saves were, you know, eight out of tens at least. Um, Michael Hutchinson was fine. Um, not great. Uh, made 35 of 40 saves uh, in the 42 and a half minutes that he played. But just a real, a story of two, it was a game of two halves, I feel like. The first half was all Blue Jackets, uh, right up until 10.23 in the second period, when Jason Zucker opened the scoring for the Penguins, and then the the third period was just kind of a nightmare. My enemy, Jake Gensel, scored. Uh, I feel like that's the first goal he scored against the, the Blue Jackets this season, but... I also feel like this is the first game he's played against the Blue Jackets this season, so that's not all that impressive. Um, That being said, there were some things to like about this game. Not a lot, but there were. Great to see the power play. Uh, Go. get Great to see the young players get goals, especially Liam Foody, who, now that he's scored his first NHL goal, it took him 60-something games, he seems to have uh, figured out how scoring in the NHL works, which is really great to see. Um... Like I said, great to see the power play. Uh, the penalty kill was at 50%. Uh, they Unfortunately, the game winner was scored on the power play. But for the most part, I thought the penalty kill was fine. Uh, the first one was uh, was pretty solid. And then the second one, I feel like there was like 45 seconds left. So it is what it is. Sucks. But this was this was good in the long run for the tank, I think. Um, which I am, this is, this is the fun thing about kind of getting to this point in the season is if we win, that's exciting. Uh, if we lose, then that's also exciting because that's great for the tank. Um, in a minute, we're going to talk a little bit more about, uh, some ice time, some, some more special teams, things, uh, things like that. But first I've got to tell you about FanDuel, uh, because it's America's number one sports book and it's basically, Halfway through the NBA season, it's the perfect time to download FanDuel uh, because no customers are going to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That means that if you place your first bet and it doesn't win, you get bet bonus bet back up to $1,000. So you can put 1000 bucks on your first bet. If it doesn't win, then it's all gravy because you get that money back to bet again. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, it's secure, super easy to use. You can buy everything from money line to point scorers to who's going to score the first goal to how many saves a goalie is going to make. Um, plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. And also, the Lockdown Podcast Network. So I want to touch on uh, ice time because it's looking a little bit more like it should. Um, Goudreau, Line A still leading the way. Uh, but great to see Cole Sillinger getting almost 16 minutes of ice time. Uh, Marchenko, his ice time's dropped a little bit, but... Great to see him getting uh, some power play time. Uh, he's basically solidified himself as that top line winger, which is really, really awesome to see. Um, I have very few complaints with the top six at the minute. Um, I think that Gaudreau, Jenna, Marchenko line is great. Uh, I'm really, really enjoying uh, Kent Johnson playing with Patrick Laine. Um We know I'm not the biggest fan of Jack Roslovic. Uh 
as a top six center, but he seems to be holding his own. Uh, he actually had 70% of face-off wins last night, which is great for him because sometimes... He is the one that is dragging the average down, but he was the only one, apart from Karol Machenko, I assume took one and won one. Uh, he was the only one above 50% in face-offs. So uh, shout-out to Jack Rostovic for having uh, not a terrible game. Um, in terms of defensemen, it's the same old story. It's Andrew Peak and Eric Branson are getting the most time, which is it is what it is at this point. Um, Tim Burney, it only got 12 minutes. Uh, Nick Blankenberg got 21.47, which considering he blocked a shot um, and then I believe blocked another shot with his face the next time, uh, seemed to be fine, didn't miss a shift. Um, great to see Adam Boquist, ice time, continue to climb again. Uh, Gavin Bayreuther is inoffensive to me at this point um he's doing fine uh it's the it's the big guys that are you know have been a worry all season and now with Gorensky out with Gavrikov gone Andrew Peake and Erica Branson are going to be getting a lot of ice time for the near life in the foreseeable future which I mean take that take what you will from that but if it was up to me Blankenberger Boquist would be that top pairing from now until the end of the season but I'm not the coach of the Blue Jackets, so it is what it is. Um, like I said, it was really great to see the power play go. I believe they've scored power play goals in four straight games now, which is awesome. Um, I don't think they have crawled quite out of the basement uh, in terms of where they stand in the league. I believe they were 31st last time I checked, which is fine, but not exceptional. Um, I don't have the stats to hand, but like I said, always, always fun to score a power play goal because it's like a really nice surprise because I just assume that nothing's going to happen until when something does happen. Um, I actually, so fun fact, I actually missed the goal scoring itself because they went on the power play and I was like, oh, they're not going to score here. I will go and, uh, mix around what is happening in the kitchen. I was microwaving some, some food or something. You don't need to know the details about this, but, um, and then I came back and was like, oh, they scored a goal. That'll that'll teach me to uh, put faith in not the Blue Jackets scoring. Uh, they are 27th on the power play at the minute, which is very exciting. Um, will that last? Probably not. But hey, I will take being 27th, considering it took them like a solid six weeks to even score a single power play goal. So there's that. Like I said, uh, penalty kill is, continues to be fine. They're 20th in the league. The worry for me right now, um, and they are playing St. Louis next, I believe. Uh, they are playing, yes, the Blues uh, on the... No, that can't be their next game. Yeah, I guess their next game isn't until Saturday now, which feels weird. Um, but that game is uh, going to be interesting, I think. I'm not super holding my hopes out. It'd be nice to win, but again... It would also be nice to get more points towards the tank. And then I believe they are off on their West Coast swing. So it could be... There's a lot of points up for grabs in the next few games. Uh, teams that are kind of out of par with the Blue Jackets in the standings. And teams that you would expect to beat the Blue Jackets and therefore help them in Bedard. So we'll see how it goes the next couple of weeks. And... Uh, I would like them to win against the Sharks because I'm going to that game. Um, I am out in California for 
the next three weeks, and I would like the Blue Jackets to win because I haven't seen the Blue Jackets win in person since like 2019. Um, I also haven't seen the Blue Jackets in person since 2019, so like that's a big part of it. But they did win the last game that I saw them, them play, so you love to see that. Um, I've forgotten what the point, <laughs> the original point I was making was, but special teams fine. Um, the worry is goaltending for me. Um, Elvis leaving that game after the first period and then, like, sitting on the bench, probably a good side, means that he's not, like, hocking up his guts in the back all game. But I just, I don't know. Um, At first I thought he was injured. They said ill, which is much preferable to an injury. Um, But hopefully, you know, the next few ga- the next few days, he has a chance to rest, to recover. He'll be back for that game on the 11th against the Blues. Um, honestly, part of it is probably that he has a one-year-old now, uh, or the, the kid must be almost two, actually. Um, and kids are tiny walking germ factories. So I uh, go ahead and assume that that's what's up. He didn't seem like he was in great health on the bench. He looked a little bit ropey, a little bit pale. Um Spent most of the game sipping at a cup of, I assume, water or some kind of electrolyte drink. But I just don't know that this team can cope with any more serious injuries or illnesses. Um, so, fingers crossed, Elvis is back for the game on the 11th. If not, I guess it, we're riding Michael Hutchinson all the way to April, folks. But um, speaking of the future... Uh, the Blue Jackets have a brand new shiny ELC contract that got signed yesterday. So we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But first, I've got to tell you about Built Bar, because now that I'm in the States, I can actually get Built Bar super easily. And I just got a delivery the other day. I got these uh, grasshopper cookie puffs and I got uh, lemon dipped cheesecake puffs, which are effing incredible. Um, if you, like me, are kind of a gremlin person that sometimes gets to 8 p.m. and realizes, hey, I should eat a thing. Built Bar is for you if you are a healthy person that, you know, goes on hikes and goes to the gym. And then Built Bar is for you as well. They come in a bunch of incredible flavors. They're covered in 100% real chocolate, only 130 calories and 17 grams of protein. You can get them at Walmart. You can get them at Sam's Club or you can go to Built.com and get them there as well, and you can pick whichever flavors you want. They always have new flavors coming out. Like, I feel like I saw um, maple donut flavor the other day, which sounds amazing. Maybe that'll be what I try next, but I'm really enjoying. This is my my recommendation to you guys. I am really enjoying these lemon cheesecake built puffs. The puffs are kind of marshmallowy. Uh, the regular built bars are a little bit tougher, but still really, really good. So go to Walmart, go to Sam's Club, go to built.com and thank me later. So let's talk about the newest Blue Jacket, uh, and that is Corson Coolamont, who was the third of the first round picks um, that the Blue Jackets drafted in 2021. He was 25th overall. He's been playing for the last couple of years at the University of Wisconsin uh, and doing pretty well uh, this season. Uh, 33 games, 23 points. Uh, which for a defenseman, I'm pretty happy with. Um, And so I guess the organization is as well. uh, The expectation is that he's going to join the Blue Jackets next season. Um, He, I believe he signed the entry level contract to start 23, 24. So 
I don't believe that I don't believe he can join the Blue Jackets for the rest of this season. What I imagine will happen is he will finish his college season in Wisconsin and then go to join the Monsters, who are um, making a big playoff push at the minute. Um, we will check in with the Monsters probably tomorrow. We'll do a little bit of a check in because they uh, had a big win last night over the Grand Rapids Griffins. Um, they are, I believe, only two points out of playoffs right now, which is uh, very exciting. Um, Yep, they are two points uh, behind the Laval Rocket for playoff contention. So, again, that's very exciting. But Carlson Kuhlman's a big right-handed defenseman. um, Could be a really great kind of playoff push piece for the Monsters. Um, But I'm more excited about what he can do with the Blue Jackets. Um, There's been a lot of talk this season about how the Blue Jackets need defensemen. Um, does he make the team next year? I'm not sure. I wouldn't be upset if he spent another kind of year or so in the AHL, um, or spent a year in the AHL, I guess, maybe occasional call-ups as and when. I assume the Blue Jackets will be just as cursed with injury luck next year as they were this year, but he's, uh, really, really effective offensively. Uh, he's pretty good defensively. He's great at uh, boxing them out, controlling them on the boards. Uh, he's got really tight gap control. Um, he's got really quick threat identification. So, like, he sees who the biggest problem is and is like, right, well, I'm just going to hang out directly next to you, um, which is something that is kind of tough to do, especially um, if your opponent is bigger and faster than you. Um, I mean, he's pretty, he's 6'2. Uh, 198 pounds so uh, he's you know he's not small but he's far and away he's far from the biggest defenseman Um, I don't necessarily think defensemen need to be big but that's why that gap control that threat identification is really important you see how effective Nick Blankenberg is at it for example Um, you know 5'8 Nick Blankenberg sticking to Sidney Crosby like glue last night uh, getting matched up with McDavid a couple of weeks ago you know uh facing off against Owen Power, who is, I believe, 6'5", uh, in the game against the Sabres, you know, so it's um, it's fun to see, and I'm super excited for Corson Kuhlermans to make the jump to pros, um, I'm super excited to see him with the Monsters, uh, you know, and the Monsters who have lost a lot of their defensemen to the Blue Jackets this kind of season will get some reinforcements of their own, hopefully make the Calder Cup playoffs. And, you know, you only need to make the playoffs and you have a chance of winning. So we will be, um, now that the, you know, I say now, the Blue Jackets are not making the playoffs. I think we've known that since about November. Um, But the Monsters are really making a playoff push. So we're going to be looking at the Monsters a lot more in the coming weeks, especially as they get closer and closer to that playoff push and seeing how... They go. Um, they will be facing off against uh, the Utica Comets as it stands right now. If they make the playoffs um, and in that fifth seed, they will play Utica. Um, the other teams, probably the Americans and the Crunch. Toronto Marlies at the top of the division and are not. Uh, I don't think they've officially clinched it yet, but they are uh, 15 points ahead of the next team below them. So they will get that first round by. But the Monsters, I. They've beaten the, the Comets a couple of times this season. I think that could be a pretty favorable matchup. So I'm excited to see how they do. But mostly I'm excited for Corson Kuhlmans to make his AHL Pro debut and uh, join a very uh, quietly strong defensive prospect core 
for the Blue Jackets. You know, adding him to a core that includes guys like David Yerichek is really, really exciting. So uh, hopefully we'll see him sooner rather than later. Um, that's kind of all I've got for today. Uh, tomorrow, like I said, we'll do a bit of a dive into what the monsters are doing. Excuse me. We'll do a bit of a dive into what the monsters are doing, um, their playoff push, who's succeeding, who's uh, been kind of an unsung hero, maybe. So we'll talk about that in tomorrow's episode. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. And... Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets continues to be free and available on all podcast platforms. We are over on YouTube. If you haven't hit subscribe over there, please feel free to do so. It helps me out. It helps you out. Everybody wins. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.